This is the Physical Activity Researcher Podcast, a podcast for researchers of sedentary behavior, physical activity, and sports. Join for a relaxed dialogue about research design, practicalities, and, well, anything related to research. Learn from your fellow researchers useful and relevant information that does not fit into formal content and limited space of scientific publications. And here is your host, researcher and entrepreneur, Ollie Tikkanen. So, so how do you, how would you do if you are a researcher? How would this this kind of thing work for for researchers who don't really like physiotherapists are selling physiotherapy, personal trainers are selling training? What would be the thing that researchers would be offering online? It's the same thing. There is someone who you are with our researchers. You are sitting with some data and information that other wants. And it's just to figure out who want this most and why do they want them. It's not it's not a researcher, but I can give you I can give you the best client story that we have from the and the funny thing is like yesterday she wrote me, there is one year ago since she started to build her first funnel. And she's um uh, she's teaching art history. It's not researcher, but maybe you can come think about how you can do it. So 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 this woman, she have wrote a couple of books in Norway about art history, and um, and she also brought groups down to Spain or Italy where there is a lot of art and history. A group and telling, like being more like a guide, and um, and she's because of COVID, she couldn't do anything more. Art, so she contacted us, and it's true when she <laughs> she had the call with me and she bought from us, she. She told her husband, I will use five years to pay back this investment, but I still want to do it because I want to try it. And she has now sold for one year time, not only in Norway, she has sold in the English market, the American market. She has sold to, this, this is not normal, so don't say like, oh, this is possible for me to do. She has sold art history course online for one million euro from scratch in one year. And um, so it's like, but there is, so there is people who want to, and it's back to what is the problem? If you are a researcher in something, what is the problem that others are sitting with that you can help them with? In her thing, one of the things um, we start with, I don't think that's the main problem now, but it's like there is so many who are, uh, are in a, for example, in a dinner with friends, and there is four people who know a lot about art historic thing, and the Last one, have no clue. And they feel so embarrassed. People are willing to buy for not being that person who don't un- and understand it. So that's also a way of selling. So if it's resources or if it's something that you know that other want to do or they want to discuss it with other or you can give them some knowledge about something because, yeah, that's what you're doing when you're researching. You're researching something and getting out there. So I think um, it's this. so you can do the same. You can do an online course or you can also do a... Um, a high ticket offer with Fiara researcher, and people want to buy knowledge. That's the thing. We always want to know. We always know mean to be better. We always want to get more thing. And I am okay. I'm working with this, but even before I start to work with them, I am easy, I easily buy an online course where I can just get the information instead of sitting on YouTube and trying to find the answer for myself. If I know someone. I research something and I know about it. It's easier for also to yeah to yeah. So, did that make sense or did that help? Yeah, or? yeah, 
that that does make sense and i think it's a good example that if you are able to sell a course about art history it sounds something like it's difficult to make 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 a sale from that and our our podcast is called physical activity researcher so people or the listeners are usually researchers who are studying physical activity it might be sports science it might be how sedentary behavior sitting affects human health so i think it's very interesting for for many people as it's very daily thing that affects our health how would you see in this case if we say that somebody is studying for example how sitting and physical activity affects people's health how would you package this as a as an online uh, offering or online knowledge sharing thing um, i think it's many ways but you can say like yeah um i guess there is many around the world who are sitting too much and they have pain in their back and things like that so if they can if you can sell sell an online cure course where you teach them why they really have pain in the back and what they should do with it that could be a good thing i also think like uh, yeah you're you're also having a lot of personal trainers but coaches trainers in sport maybe need a researcher who can help them with how they can um, get more knowledge about what they should do with a group of people that they are doing workout session with also that so i think it's many ways to go there it's just to again go back so, so you know, when we are we are teaching this, I mean, starting to what I started to talk about, finding this this pain in someone's life that you that, so you need to have some pain. There is a situation they are in now they want to get out from. And what you are talking about, there is so many who have pain with sitting too much or having pain in the back or or not knowing how they should walk or not knowing like how they should take care of their body when they get older. All this thing is people want to buy it. We, are, we just have one body and we just have one health. So it's all, all everyone wants to be more healthy. And I think if you just pinpoint uh, the problem and then you can help them with that, I will for sure be interested in courses like that. I want to be super fit when I'm 90 years or 100 years. And if someone can tell me what I can do now, how I should sit, how I should walk, how I should work out, how I should train, because there are researchers that know how it will work for me. I will buy that. Yeah, and, and earlier we talked about that it should be quite a small niche. Could you could you tell like how small would you make, for example, in this case that it's it's about physical activity? Would you say that it's it's an online course for 90-year-olds to stay <laughs> stay in good fitness when they are hundred or how how would you how would you frame it? Again, I will not frame. I will frame it directly to a problem. So, of course, it could be more ninety percent, ninety years women, men who have this problem than someone who are sixty. But again, something that are a daily activity. I took my example of going to a restaurant and having this date night. But it could be, it could be, for example, um, um, how you can. It's not a. I will try to find a good example on it. But let's say that someone have grandchild, and and when the grandchild are coming, they want to play. Um, and when you try to sit down on the floor, you get so much pain in your back, so we can't do it. 
So if you can have that problem, like when you have grandchild, you, a child, you can't play with them because you have some back problem. And a researcher will can tell them how you can get this back problem away, so we can start to play with your kids. That could be a that could be someone on nine or grandkids. Could be someone ninety. Could be someone on sixty. Could be something fifty. I mean that specific situation where they feel the most pain in, and that's of course they want to play with the grandkids. So I think I think like don't think about age. Don't think about the geographical. Think about the situation that they feel the pain in first, and that's the niche. It's not like and of course. If you if you have a place where more 90 year people get this problem than 40 years, it will be more 90 years for all of you. But think think about the problem they are facing in their daily life and where it comes. And also, it's not what you're talking about, but top, top, typically I have many leadership coaches and they're like, I just want to help people to be better the leader. And I said, yeah, but what is the problem they have? Like, because helping leadership be better. It can like they are responsible for a team and the team are just sick. So how can I help them to get more people uh, back to work? That and that's a situation you're like, why are my people sick? What is wrong with these people? How can I do it? It could be like you're going into a leadership meeting and you go out from the leadership meeting and you're totally out of energy. Like you feel like oh I went into this leadership meeting with a vision with a plan i was going to be interactive but someone just took my energy and now i'm dead i just want to resign that's the that's when they go out from the door and they feel this thing so that's that's the problem you're going to face in your marketing so it's all about to find this this daily situation where you feel the most pain in and that needs to be specific yeah and and usually researchers they are quite narrowly focused that's that's how the research is done nowadays most of the time how, how would you say for the researchers who are doing more kind of basic research for example somebody studying one hormone or somebody studying a certain molecule how can you how can you popularize that who who would be interested on one molecule oh i think um, there is um, there is many people who are interested to just learn things and maybe they want to learn more about the body so we can attract them where, uh, again, you need to find that problem. But if you feel like yeah, you know everything about the body and you want to go deeper, you want to know something that no one else uh, know, I think it's the same thing. Is there is, but That could be more like, a little bit like I talked about art history. There need to be an interest for it. So we need to find these people who are interested to know more about this specific thing that uh, they know about the body. But I promise you, there are people who will buy it. 100% sure there are people who are buying it. If you just think about who are interested in uh, in this um, topic and also who want to m- learn more about it, would necessarily not our resources, but there is some people out there who want to know more. And uh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, this this one, one woman from US, I think her podcast is called Found My Fitness. It's a very populistic name but she's she's been studying like molecule level things and she might have a a podcast recording about c vitamin which is like two hours long and she's going all the scientific studies that she have found about c vitamin and and covid or or something and and she's actually very popular i i was i was really surprised because for me that was even even i being a scientist that was too much of details like i could have 
had just the overview, but she's, she's very popular. So I think listeners who are thinking their thing is too too boring or something, maybe you can check the Found My Fitness podcast. It's I'm I'm really surprised how how popular that that one is. Yeah, and also I'm not listening to her, but I also think there is something about having passion for something and sharing that passion. Even if you think it's nerdy or just like a detail thing, if you have passion, because another thing is like you can have a, you know, one of my mentor told, I had an interview with one of my mentor back in time. And um, on the end of the interview, I asked him, is there anything I should ask you that uh, Scandinavian or, or a North European online entrepreneur should know about that I didn't ask you? And he said, yeah, I can tell you something, but people will not like what I'm saying now. Ex- ex- and they will not like it if you're expert in something. And I said, okay, so what it is? He said, it's not the best doctor in the world who are making most money. I said, okay, so who is the doctor who will make most money? It's the best marketer that's also a doctor who is the doctor who will make most money. Uh, and why I'm saying this, because if you are sharing something you're passionate about and showing your passion, that's marketing. That's the thing. I think like uh, if you if you are not passionate about what you are doing, it's so hard to sell it. But people want to buy from people. And if they are listening to a podcast, even with something you think is nerdy or no one else wants to hear it, but you talk about it with passion, talk about it as this is something you love to speak about, others will buy it. They will be more interested. Wow, this is so cool. It's like it's so nerdy or it's so specific, but this person knows it so much. I need to figure out more about it. And that's, I think that's the main thing. Show your passion. Don't be afraid of it. Just go out there and show why you why you are interested in this, why you're on the research on this topic, why you're doing this, and share that and do it with uh, energy, enthusiastic, and be yourself and think about, yeah, I think that's one of the things with doing this. It's kind of um, um, not selling it, but it's a really important thing of selling it that you show your passion and show your interest in what you're doing and share it with the world. Yeah, I, I agree. And and I, I think researchers one part is to do research, but then also to disseminate the knowledge. People need to hear about it. And I think that's the problem now that the people believe like the the influencers in Instagram who are really giving bad ad- advice or kind of business uh, uh, business motivated advice about eating, for example, they usually are making business and the researchers don't get their voice heard so how how would you say to researchers like what is the importance of i wouldn't say marketing but communicating with with the with the modern tools about the research findings stop being a hidden diamond home get out there it's like find a place so uh, and you don't need to be on Instagram. You don't need to be on Facebook. You don't need to post it, but share your message. Start in a small and just do something to get out there. I think that's the most important thing. Like we talked about, find one or two places where you can start to build your audience and build followers and, and follow. And this, the thing is, like this is also important. You can talk about, yeah, you can be frustrated because these Instagram people are teaching uh, things wrong. Uh, based on what you are doing, you can be frustrated with them. But the thing is, like, there is people want to hear you. 
and you can't get the voice out there with sitting just home. You need to get out there in the world. And this world is, this online world, if you like it or not, it's up to you. But the truth is, we are more and more on social media. We are more and more on the internet. So get your voice out there. Start to do something. And it's like, <laughs> one story from my life. I had a, I had um, a client that didn't like that I was teach or I was coaching from a beanbag because I'm quite laid back when I'm working. I like to just be myself. And when I got this, she canceled the contract and she didn't want to work with me. And I'm looking, going in a t-shirt all the time. I'm not like going corporate style. And I know people doesn't like it. And that's okay. But if people will like my style, they will like it more. So I had this conversation with myself after I lost a client because of the beanbag. Um, so I started to front it like I am I'd be called the beanbag coach because I have this funny thing about it. But I'm telling this story because go out there and be yourself. Like don't think about, oh, I need to be so energetic or I need to look like a professional guy or or girl or something. Just be yourself because people will follow you because you're yourself. Be authentic. Go out there and talk like you're talking with a friend. Don't be so afraid if you're starting to do videos or doing things on social media or whatever. Just do it your own way and think about it. Talk like you talk with a friend. Don't try to be someone else. Don't try to be someone you're seeing on Instagram that you don't like. Just be yourself. Be the researcher you are and show them the research you are. Show them your passion in your way and share it. People will start to follow you and the right people. They will like your style. You don't need to be someone. You don't need to try to steal from others because there is a place for you and people need you and there's a, there, there is a place for you. For most sedentary behavior and physical activity researchers, collecting the research data is one of the most frustrating steps of a project, especially as inefficient data collection steals too much of your precious time causes unnecessary stress and hassle, and can easily derail progress of your project. This is why we devised a revolutionary new way to collect data, introducing Fibian Sense Motion, the beginning of a new era. Fibian Sense Motion is a cutting-edge, next-generation system that allows you to easily and remotely collect, store, and manage data. Our solution features a tiny, waterproof device that captures the sedentary behavior and physical activity data, a mobile app for automatic uploading of the data from the device, and a cloud service for managing the data. Even better, all collected data is GDPR compliant, and you have access to automatically analyzed variables of activity types and raw 3-axis accelerometer data. Don't compromise on the quality of your research or the project timeframes. Discover the convenience and power behind our solution at sense.fibian.com. That is S-E-N-S dot Fibian, created by researchers for researchers. Yeah, I, I fully agree that when you are yourself, some people... There will be always some people liking and some people not liking. But when you yourself, the certain people will, will like it, who like like your style. And, and then it's easy because you don't need to pretend to be anything else than, than yourself. Uh, how, how would you see the channels for, for researchers? If they 
kind of just want to start to disseminate their knowledge, what would be your three suggestions for for channels? What would work best for researchers? Yeah, I think for generating leads, uh, I'll say again, I think maybe now YouTube is the best one. I will say like running YouTube ads is where you can get uh, um, um, more like specific because the reason I'm saying it, because YouTube is so good with targeting and you can target people who have really looked at what you are researching. So you can get, you can show videos with a marketing message to them. So I think like YouTube will be a perfect arena. And I also said, yeah, I'm like, I have a hate low relationship with Facebook because they closed my ad, ad account down many times. And Facebook is like, uh, um, <laughs> they're always doing changes. Um, but still there is a cheap way to get paid traffic when you talk about that. And, and of course, you can also use LinkedIn. There is a lot of uh, really specific groups on LinkedIn you can be a part of. You can start to share your knowledge in LinkedIn groups that are typically for a researcher that you are in the field of and start to build a network there. So I think that's the three places where I will start. But but for me, if I was a researcher, start with YouTube. And and those were basically kind of paid advertisements in YouTube or Facebook. How about if a researcher keeps their day job, they don't have any online online course or anything to sell yet, but where would you suggest them starting if they just want to disseminate their their knowledge to, to people? I think uh, YouTube, like organic traffic and starting to build a YouTube channel will be the best one for our researchers. Because there is like, uh, yeah, I will say YouTube again, but then on the organic, not paid advertising. So uh, organic and starting to build your own YouTube channel because you can, again, people can search for you and they can find the, the they were interested in your topic, they will find you. So uh, again, and YouTube is still growing. More and more are starting to use YouTube like the, the TV place or like the, where they get and find the information and videos. So I think, um, yeah, YouTube Organic will be the best one for our researchers. And how would you say you have a nice nice background in your studio? You have a kind of a YouTube studio there. How would the researcher, what do you need? Do you need more than a smartphone or how would you start with the, with the YouTube? So, uh, yeah, I have a nice studio now, but for one year ago, I didn't have that. And I've been running my business in 2017. Before that, <clears throat> basically just had a MacBook and we filmed everything on our MacBook and we also made videos on a, um, a iPhone. And it's not like it's not like mind blowing how much more money we make when we have a lot of equipment. That's more my my needs of having some gadget, <laughs> I think. And uh, and so it's of course it's good. To, it's good to think about your sound so we have a good mic because that's more important to have a good mic than have a good camera because the sound is something everyone is listening to. So if you should invest in something, invest in a good mic, but start. It's like it's not the equipment that will make you succeed. It's the content. It's your message. And it's do it again and again. And when you see it works, then you can start the investment. But you, you don't need to have a lot of, cool equipment to start to build the audience they want to hear what you have to say so yeah and again mic could be good but the rest uh, we have been doing many videos many webinars many 
uh, YouTube videos, a lot of things like that without any microphone, just with my mobile going around. And of course, it's not perfect sound, but I got followers, people liking it. They listened to it and they did it. So, so yeah, um, start cheap. It's not a technical thing. It's better to just start to do something and not think about, I just need this first because you don't need it. You can just start today when you're listening to this. Go online, do something. Yeah, I, I fully agree that when you just start, you start learning how to do it if you don't have any followers, it's good. <laughs> Nobody will see. Then when you learn the learn the ropes, when you learn to do it, people will start to follow you. How would you say about the format in YouTube? You can you can make very short videos, you can make longer ones, you could make lectures with the PowerPoint, or how how would you recommend researchers to do? I know there's many ways and many ways can succeed, but what would be your your advice? I think like uh, to doing with PowerPoint and doing a boring thing, I think it's they want to see you. They want to feel it. And want to, so, so do it like interactive and do it like something's happening. I saw, I saw um, a research now about uh, using slides, for example, on YouTube or on uh, Facebook Live and other thing. Uh, people just get out from it. They want to see people and see if things are happening. So... So you don't need that. Of course, if you want to draw something, you can use a whiteboard in the background and do that. If you want to have some models or you can show up something, but try to do it live like it's people. Don't like don't do it too, too formal. Again, that's um, that's my advice for it. And, uh, and also I see what we have gone away from before. We had much more presentation thing. We start to do less and less presentation. We show more of ourselves and we see that works because um, there is so many distractions for us when we are on social media. So if something starts to be boring, just a second, it's enough that they walk out. So try to make it uh, engaging, like talking about something, like always keep them there and, um, and let them see you. Yeah. And there's a good example. There's one guy I have a few times ended up watching his video he's he's like a older British guy and and he's talking about covid numbers i think he's he's having like a daily daily video or something and he he have printed out the paper and then he has camera pointing down and he's making with the pen he's making like notes to the paper and he's he's having like when he's talking he's showing his face and then he cuts to the other camera which is marking on the paper and and I think that's just a great example that he he has a big follower base base now, and it's just what works for him. He have used to writing on paper, so he's using paper, and it it works fine for YouTube. So I think it's about just finding your way, which is comfortable for you, and and it might very well work. Yeah, and and how how would you see like? I think researchers usually they have a full-time job. It's it's difficult to start doing something on the side. Maybe they have a few hours per week. How would you see a progression if somebody wants to wants to like make a business with their knowledge or want to try this kind of thing with the online course? How would you progress kind of slowly building it towards being self-employed? I think the most important thing is to put some time in a calendar each week. Don't try to do 
a lot in one week and nothing for three four weeks it need to be you need to have constant improvement and and i see many who want to do this and they say like oh i had two months summer and i was able to do everything there but it's more about consistently like even if it's like yeah you said if they just have five hours per week or four hours or eight hours just put in a calendar i want to work with this for eight ten or three hours and and also be realistic about how many hours you put in and what result you want out because again i think one of the biggest problem we have is like we are expecting super result with no effort and you need to have some effort to get the result so build it step by step and and I said it before just do something all the time and not give up if something are not going the right way if you have brought a blog or sent out an email or made a facebook live or did a podcast and you just screw it up just continue and we have um um in norway we have magnus carlsen who is the world best chess player and he has a quote that i really love he Someone asked him, what do you do when you lose a chess match? He said, I need to play again because the normal is to win. And this is something I brought with in my life. If I do something, if I do a mistake, it's like, that's not normal. So I need to do it again. I can't just give up because something didn't work. Because it will work for you. You can you can build up a really good online business and selling on knowledge. But it's not done in one week or three weeks. And it takes some time and you just need to do it. But when you have it... Well, like I'm doing this because I have the freedom to work from whatever place I can and have the freedom to yeah do things I love to do and don't have to, things like I need to go to office all the time. So if that's your dream, start with a small thing, but do it day by or weekly by weekly, the hours you have, and just continue. Take one step, uh, one step, and then take the next step, and then take the next step, and then take the next step. Sometimes something doesn't work, but just continue. It will work for you if you just continue. Don't give up. Yeah, I I, I agree. I think it's a, it's a long game, and it kind of builds up gradually. Like I think we published just our two hundredth episode in the podcast, and it's been kind of slowly, slowly growing, and and now quite many people know it. Um, so I agree with that one. How would you? We have quite many early career researchers listening this. They might have done their doctoral degree and they are looking for a for a job. They might, after doctoral degree, they do a postdoctoral, which is usually a couple of years. And then it's quite difficult to get the next position like assistant professorship. How would you do... How would you leverage social media or podcast or something in your job search? How how would you see that it can help finding a job? I think like uh, in this world we are now, people are looking for how good you are to um, speak, do videos, do all this thing. So if you can start to yeah have a podcast, have a have something building up your knowledge and sharing the knowledge online. I think that's a big benefit when you're in a process of getting a job because you're providing something. Um, of course, I'm coming from another place, but we are re- when we are starting to employ people, even we have a remote team all over the world. When we are st- our first criteria, they need to send us a five minutes video. And if they don't send that, they're out. 
Like, and that's the first, of course, we are working with this, but that doesn't mean that all of our employees need to make videos, but we we are doing everything online. So if they don't can make a video, they are out. So also think about if you just start to train yourself to do more videos, having a video in the uh, in the um, in the CV or in the when you're sending the job description or no the the, the search or the appointment for the job when you are sending that into them, if you just have a video there, I think it's and you show also a portfolio on what you've done. I think that's a big step to get in front of many of the other ones not are doing that. So just that could be even if you don't want to make an online course, you can start to do that in social media and you will have a benefit that no one else are doing and. Just do it. It's like we go back and so <laughs> I had a client for me. I was terrible in front of a camera for like seven, eight years ago. I was terrible on a stage. I was terrible with all this thing. And I put up some videos on YouTube. I'm so embarrassed when I see them today, but I did it. And that's why I'm here today because I did it. I was so, even if you think that no one are worse than me on video, yeah, there is. And I and I can promise you, if you see one of my videos, you think like, "Wow, is this guy the same guy?" Because I've just done it again and again and again. So just start to do it and don't. And even with my first video, I get I get some customer client from. Even the first video that I made, someone think it was inspiring and they get something out from. So that's also a point. <laughs> mm, yeah, I I I fully agree. I I think everything is about practice. We. <laughs> Nobody is good presenter when they are born. We we just learn on things. And for example, I, I wanted to learn to make more videos. I started the daily vlog now and I don't have much time. So I made a rule that there's only one take and I I don't plan them for long. It's like the Twitter length that it's maximum of two minutes, 20 seconds. But even if I black out totally in the middle of the video, I will post it. So kind of pressure that I, I don't have time to take retakes. So I just press record and whatever goes, I, I publish it. So I know it. It's, it, it's, been, it's been interesting. Yeah, it's been interesting and kind of being uh, being all right, screwing up. And and yeah, I, I think it's a good good practice because it's so important to be be comfortable with with the microphone, with the camera, giving presentation. That's how you, you show who you are and show your expertise. So I think it's a really good good way of practicing. And yeah, I think we have covered quite a lot of nice nice things. And do you have do you have anything you would like to add in the discussion? I, I'm just gonna repeat it, but just just start to do something. Like Please do it for yourself. Don't sit there and be afraid of that. I uh, want to say something. The worst thing can happen if you post something on Facebook, YouTube, or you post out a blog or you do a podcast. The worst thing can happen is that no one listen to it. That's the worst thing. So some of us are thinking like, I get embarrassed if I do this because I'm so bad and then all the world will see it. There is no one who want to see something or listen to something that are not good. So just get out there and start to do it and set a plan and do something every week or something, some small thing to just build up your audience on what you are expert in. And you will get there, like step by step. You know, it's the, is this compound effect? Like 
from day one to or from week one to week two, there's the same progress that you have from week hundred or you say you have two hundred episodes now and the two hundred one. It's like it grows the same percentage all of them, but it looks so much better. So start with something and just keep on doing it and and don't think too much. Don't think like I need to know so much. Just go and do it and you will get all the places out there. Like don't too many people are thinking too much and they're thinking thinking through their life and they're thinking like I have so much to do but the problem is like we're thinking about things we should have done we are not doing so if you are listening to this and you want to start online business selling on knowledge online or you just want to get your first job start to do some videos start to do something with it and just do it consistently start with yeah that's bad if so, if that's the only message they get, I think that will be the best thing for this audience. Start to do something and just continue with it. Yeah, I I, I like the message, and and you have the company awesome. Um, would you like to tell who is it for and what what do you do exactly? Yeah, so um, so we are um, helping online entrepreneurs who have some knowledge, like we are talking about here, researchers or personal trainers. That's uh, two of the groups that we are working with. And uh, we help them with creating a product. We help them with uh, reaching their audience. We help them with defining their their niche, like we talked about. Um, we help them with, uh, yeah. So so we have programs that we teach or help or work like a mentor over three, four months. Um, we also have, for others who want to take the next step, we are more like, how do you get this to be a, a really business who can grow out of it? Um, so yeah, but that's what we're doing. So we are helping to building the online course or the high ticket offer, and uh, get your first client. And and maybe good to spell in the podcast the name. So it's A W E S M. I guess it's yeah. pronounced awesome, right? Yeah, playing a yeah. little bit with names. So yeah, no, that's that's a good one. That has been kind of free. It's not easy to get, invent a name that hasn't been taken. Uh, so if if people are interested of this, where do you want to direct? Is it the web address or social they media? They can go or? to adultuesm.com and there is like a, you can send us an email or there is also like a booking form so you can book a call with um, one of our coaches like me or someone else. And we can have a chat, a free chat, and we can see if there is something we can help you with. And um, and we can also talk more about how we work. So, yeah, that, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, maybe I will give you a call. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Perfect, Peter Eric. It's been. It was a pleasure. It was very useful and practical information. So thanks a lot. Thank you. I hope it was useful for for your audience and you are listening now. So. And it was really nice and a good, uh, great questions from you. Amazing questions. So thank you for that. Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Researcher Podcast. If you like the show, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you found value in the show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcast or whichever app you use. Or if you would, in a real old school way, simply tell a friend about the show. It would be a great help for us. We have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes, so be sure to tune in. 
Thank you all for your support and have a great day.